Welcome to the Intelligent Investing Podcast, where modern portfolio theory can suck it. A student of the school of Graham and Doddsville and a clergy member of the Church of Warren Buffett, here's your host, Eric Schlein. Hi, this is Eric Schlein. You're listening to the Intelligent Investing Podcast, and we have back on Jan Schwenda, who runs uh, Schwenda's OTC Manual and uh, a well-known OTC investor. Jan, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Eric. Thanks for having me again. Back yes, on. Absolutely. Pleasure. So what, what company do you want to talk about today? Uh, today, it is going to be a bit of a corona play. Oh, okay. Uh, for the OTG uh, investors. Uh, once I tell the name, it will probably be a giveaway, but uh, there you go. Pine Lawn Cemetery, uh, P-L-Y, uh, sorry, W-N, P-L-W-N. Um, so as the name suggests, this is a cemetery uh, near New York. And uh, this is a kind of an interesting one because it's a combination of a land play and a dividend play. So basically, they make money on the graves. Uh, they, they lease out, uh, you know, the, the, the graves on, on, on their land. And they mm-hmm. also lease out portions of their land as a golf course. Um, so actually, while this is a land play, because, of course, you, 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 you're going to see some appreciation of the value over time in the, in the land, uh, you, all, you are also going to get some money out of it because they pay a dividend with the money that they make from the graves and the, and the golf course. So they pay out to... Uh, they pay uh, dividends to shareholders from from this. Um, and what's why and, I mentioned? Yeah, yeah, and 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 are they a dark company? No, well, um, uh, no, but the process of getting the financials is also quite funny. But uh, David Flood uh, and his uh, blog Elementary Value has been has been um, um, uh, focused on uh, Pine Lawn, and actually uh, he has financials uh, that he. And publicly posted and it's just a matter of going to a federal website i believe or a state website where you can actually find uh, the financials for yourself rather than the need to get out and talk to the management if i if i'm not completely mistaken but the financials process is pretty easy it is not a completely dark company they yeah. also use cash accounting mm-hmm. instead of and kind of uh, instead of the usual one uh, with gap so it's pretty funny because you just see kind of like as things go, you just end up with the value, and that value gets paid out. Mm. Now, what's the history of this business? Well, well, uh, they've just owned the graveyard. <laughs> they've been at it for some time. The the graveyard has been relatively notorious. Uh, I'm I'm not from uh, the U.S. I'm not necessarily sure whether the area around it is somehow uh, somehow famous, but I believe that. I think when I when I researched it, I think I stumbled upon an article which says that some gangster, some famous gangster from New York, was buried in okay. Pine Lawn. So they've been they've been at it for quite some time. I, I think it's you know like for sure fifty plus years of them running the business. Um, now, how do they uh, how do they grow yeah. the company? Uh, they, they actually didn't. They just have the land, and that's it. Like okay. they have the land, and they've been able to uh, operate the the graveyard. And if I'm not mistaken, they didn't really do much anything else. But then, of course, <laughs> how did they grow the company? How did they grow the company? I mean, well, uh, people are dying. So as I as as I said, I mean, yeah, this is a cemetery. So well, it is with like, what, well, what I mean by that are they already filled up to capacity, or are they still you know there's no okay. they, they 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 still have some space. Uh, they still have some space left. Uh, so, uh, there is that, but, uh, also, I mean, the leases that they're, 
uh, getting from him. You know, if if I think if it expires, then you can renew it and so on and so forth. So basically, it's not like that you would have some sort of diminishing right. return. So do the, do their the, dividend, the does the dividend go up over time? Is that the deal? Uh, the value of the dividend, I would say that the the the, the certainly the um, uh, the notional value did go up for okay. sure. Uh, but I'm not really sure whether this was some sort of like a specific return over time or or not. Uh, David would certainly write about it in in his uh, in his in his blog. Uh, okay. But I'm not really sure whether there was a, a, you know, like a huge change in in, in in the dividend. Yeah, got it. Now they have some kind of weird structure, right? Yes, I believe that they are some sort of like uh, almost like a nonprofit. So uh, how does that work legally? I, that they're a publicly traded nonprofit. I've never heard yeah. of anything like that before. Yeah, yeah, this is a, certainly a good question. I think that uh, I have no idea how that was possible. And right, like, like, why are they even public as a nonprofit? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, why is? Do you know yeah, the history I, of that? No, no, Interesting. no. no. I, I wonder know. if David I think does. A lot of yeah, I think a lot of like. Um, uh, a lot of the case, uh, like a lot of the things here with uh, with Pylon is that you don't really you don't really know the full history of how it came to be. At least I I haven't heard about I haven't learned about. And maybe David would know would know more. Um, by the way, they seem to be growing their dividend at around two percent a year. Okay, and what's so, the yield right now? Yeah. Uh, yield right now. So as I said, this was a bit of a corona play. I guess people wanted to make more money on the. On 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 uh, people uh, people dying, I sure. guess, but that was certainly not the. I mean, the case. I think with Pylon, it's not going to have some sort of impact uh, impact on it. I wouldn't wouldn't say so. Um, and I hope that the crisis will will end soon as well. We're now talking, you know, almost end of April, so hopefully it will be soon. But um, uh, they bid up the price a bit. So basically, in the past month, it went up like thirty percent or so. Now the yield is about five percent. No, so it's, so it's nothing really interesting right now. Uh, well, I mean, first, or maybe okay, I, I would say, yeah. Well, I would say, I would say, I would say first, like, okay, right now, five to six percent. You have to think about the yield, like the stability of the yield, right? Sure. Because you're really dealing with a thing that you know is a hundred percent certain in our life, as they say, two of two, one of the two things. Anyways. Death and taxes. So yeah, exactly right. Uh, so I think that it's you know the risk of the yield is pretty low. In, in my opinion. Hmm. And also, if you are patient enough, you could get to a ter- territory of around 10% uh, dividend yield. If you can get a share as a lower price, for example, at around 300 bucks a share, you would get around 10%, which I think is pretty interesting for what it is. Right. Um, yeah. And, and again, like this, you know, it, it doesn't have to be interesting. Uh, you know, it's not flashy. It's not 15, 20% or whatever. But it is what the stability and the peculiarity of the business actually, you know, is what interesting. So, again, I think a lot of the OTC companies, you know, you don't necessarily have to see an actual opportunity right now. You know, that is the deal of the century. But it's kind of like, you know, it's out there. It's good to know about it. And, you know, uh, you can slowly start to maybe um buy some st- buy some shares if you're interested and then uh see where where it's heading but i think uh, uh given the nature of the business it's pretty interesting yeah even though sure. you know five to six it might not be that interesting not, not might be that much yeah all right Jan, and where can people go if they want to learn more about your otc manual 
Sure. So you, you can go to my website, jansven.com, uh, where you can see samples and the actual content of the manual. Of course, Pine Lawn would be would be mentioned, and I would also share the financials of Pine Lawn there uh, in, inside the, the manual. I recently updated it, and there is about 40 uh, financials of dark companies. So uh, that's a nice resource as well. And uh, you can purchase it through actually going through a PayPal link uh, that is going to be in this uh, in this episode. Um, so you can learn more about my website and, and see. Uh, but I think uh, it has uh, coverage of, of roughly 400 stocks or so, which could be quite nice uh, and interesting to go through in these times where you're kind of uh, uh, trying to get a good grasp of what is happening in the OTC space. Very interesting. And we'll put links to all that in the show notes. Sure, sure. All right. Thanks, Jan. I appreciate it. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks. All right. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Intelligent Investing Podcast with Eric Schlein. If you'd like to connect with Eric for questions, comments, feedback, ideas, or to inquire about being on the show, please contact Eric at intelligentinvesting at gmail.com. So, in the words of Charlie Munger, I have nothing to add.